So again, I'm, I'm joined today by John Lowell, partner at October 3 in Atlanta and former president of the Conference of Consulting Actuaries. Um, John, for this last segment, I'm going to deal with some questions that we haven't dealt with on some of the prior interviews that I've done. Um, John, you have a number of hobbies. You, you mentioned one of them in our last segment. You play bridge. Uh, you're a wine connoisseur. In fact, if you, uh, if you follow John on Twitter or Facebook, he's uh, been posting about different wines for oh, a couple of months now. Um, and then you're also a prolific writer. Um, I, I want to talk specifically about your writing for a few minutes. Can you share with everyone the various things that you write about? Sure. Um, and frankly, they have nothing in common with each other. I, I do a lot of writing for my firm. Um, that goes, generally speaking, on our website. Um, I also maintain a blog, which lately has been fairly inactive for a number of reasons, but it's called Benefits and Compensation with John Lowell. And on that, I write about exactly those things. The specific topics that I write about tend to vary based on what I think is interesting at the moment and frankly, what I might know about at some point in time. I mean, where we have, where each of us as individuals have expertise changes from time to time, or at least in my case, it does. So it varies that way. And then a number of years back, um, I think out of a time when I, one day I was looking for something to do, I started another blog, which is particularly inactive, called You Don't Know John. And so I've written on there about things ranging from trivia to the Olympics, to wine, to playing cards, to politics, to statistics, to anything I was frustrated with. And then in March this year, um, realizing that in a schedule that ordinarily includes traveling pretty much every week, that I might not be traveling every week, I started a blog and I called it uh, John's Grape of the Day with my intent being to write about a different wine grape every day during our two or three week sheltering in place that we were going to be exposed to. Well, that was March 23rd and it's now August 3rd. So we're more than four months in. And while I haven't written about a different grape every day, I have blogged in that blog every single day since then, usually writing about a different grape. And it's been kind of fun because I've been picked up by wine professionals in many countries around the world. What I've tried to do when I wrote about this the other day is each day I try to give people a sense of place. So if I am writing about oh, Gurk Bajeli, which is a Croatian grape, which I have no idea if I pronounced it correctly or not, the first word has no vowels, and I just don't know how to pronounce words with no vowels. But if I'm writing about a Croatian grape, and I do this off the top of my head, what I do is I take you on a trip to Croatia online and try to put you in a setting there and let you experience that grape. Now, understand, I've never been to Croatia. I've also never tasted Gurk Bajeli. But that doesn't mean I can't make things up and try to give you the experience of drinking wine made from that grape in the little country of Croatia in Eastern Europe. Interesting. Um, so thinking about all the writing you've done and obviously on a number of different topics, 
How has your writing helped you in your career? Well, certainly when I got into the business, if you couldn't communicate with your clients in writing, and back then, in writing with a client meant you wrote a for formal letter on company letterhead. So it would start out, Dear Michael. And you would go on from there. And it was signed with a real pen, stuffed in an envelope. The envelope was stamped and it was put in the mail. And that's how it was sent to a client. Um, frankly, the better that you can communicate with your clients, your colleagues, your prospects, your peers, people at other firms, whether it's in writing, whether it's verbally, whether it's through body language, whatever it may be, the better you can communicate, the better you can express those feelings that you want to express. Um, I, there was a time when I was just an atrocious writer and the first really bad grade I ever got on something was on a paper that I wrote when I was pretty young. And I went to the teacher to have him explain to me why it was that I had gotten such a bad grade. And when that happened and it was explained to me, I asked if I could rewrite the paper, specifically not for a grade. I wanted feedback based on having rewritten it. And I really learned something there. And um, I've kind of taken that to heart for now the last, oh Lord, more than 50 years. Interesting. So someone that wants to improve their communication skills, like you mentioned, whether it was written, oral, body language, what, what advice do you have for someone that wants to improve their communication skills? Surely you've been exposed to someone or you are currently exposed to someone whose communication skills, whether they are written, verbal, or something else, are better than yours. Read what they write watch what they do, listen to what they say, listen to how they express themselves, whether it's the specific words they use, whether it's the intonation in their voice, whether it's the body language while they're speaking, whether it's the eye contact they might make, whether it's the way they carry themselves, the way they handle a room, watch TV. On TV, you can find um, particularly some of the news anchors can absolutely grab people. Now that said, there are a lot of them who can't grab anybody these days, but there are some who are very, very good. Watch the experts. The other thing that I was really blessed with is shortly after I got on the CCA board, uh, CCA was good enough to send me to a training class on, um, trying to remember exactly what it was called, and I should know this because I know where it was and I know who gave it, but essentially it was interviewing skills. And it was run by somebody who used to be the anchor for the largest news broadcast in Washington, D.C., and then wound up starting his own firm doing this kind of coaching. And he really put us on the hot seat. But one of the things that I learned from him was, um, all these things matter, but ultimately when you are communicating, you have two choices. You can say what it is that the person who is asking you a question wants to hear, or you can say what you want to say. Some of the politicians are great at this. 
as frustrating as it is for the audience, they never ask the question that's answered. They never answer the question that is asked of them, but they find a way to answer the question they want to answer and to get out the words that they want to get out. If you are confident in yourself and confident of the message that you're sending, that can be really effective. Awesome. John, thanks, uh, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate you spending a little bit of time and uh, recording this interview for us. Uh, I also want to thank uh, Melissa Chaco and Elizabeth Wiley, two uh, uh, board members with the CCA who also help uh, organize these Emerging Leaders interviews and also the CCA staff. And thank everyone who has uh, dialed in today. And these, uh, these interview segments will be available on the CCA's website over the coming weeks. Uh, once again, want to thank John Lowell, partner at October 3 in Atlanta, Georgia, and former president of the Conference of Consulting Actuaries for being my guest today. John, thanks, thanks a bunch. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, everyone, and have a good day.